I mean, I'm a very positive, fun, you know, happy person and very sexual, you know, uh, character. In this movie, I have to die. I had to die like five times. Welcome to Porn and Coffee, the weekly adult industry podcast, bringing you the latest from the greatest in the adult entertainment industry. Naked and caffeinated and ready to go. Here are your hosts, Jay Copita and Thomas Gab Helen. Hey everybody and welcome to Porn and Coffee. My name is Thomas Gavlin, I'm your host today, and I'm from bowtie.digital. With me, over in Texas, getting ready to get to Phoenix in a very, very short time. We have Jacopita from whynot.com. Ah, yeah, so Why haven't you packed yet, Jay? I feel, I'm feeling very ambitious. Well, here's the thing, my flight doesn't leave until like 5 o'clock today, but... I got to take one of my dogs in where he's going to be boarded for a few days. And yeah. I've also got to, uh, I got to pack, I got to shave, I got to do so much shit here. Uh, just because these last couple of days have been crazy. And I figured, you know what? Three to four hours of taking care of all this stuff is doable. Oh, and I got to run errands. Anyway, why am I telling you guys all this? This is fucking ridiculous. What's important know. here? What's but important? At the same time, the fun thing is, at the same time, we schedule an interview. Yes, exactly, because <laughs> that's how we roll over here. And this isn't just an interview. I mean, this is no. big. We have Charmaine Starr. She is a very accomplished adult entertainer. She's been in over 300 films. She's got a mainstream career. She's uh, starring in a movie called Catch-22, which was released a couple of months ago. And, yeah. you know, from what I understand, she's a very fun, delightful, uh, and very open woman. This should be a great, great time today. Absolutely. I think it's fun when we get one of these interviews where we can um, follow uh, a woman from, like, her early career in adult and the shift to mainstream. I'm not exactly. sure how many people are trying to do that, but at Lots. least today we got an opportunity to figure out, like, how was it for her? Um, what What is the restrictions you get over there? What people say, what, what people do, right? Right, exactly. I mean, it's not an easy transition whatsoever. So she's definitely a cut above the rest. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So really looking forward to talk to uh, Charmaine. Yes. And uh, before that, we're going to listen to some of our sponsors. And what do they sound so, like? Yeah, they sound a little bit like this. Okay. Adult Force is the worldwide leader in adult premium products. Adult Force is your destination to do big business with all of these brands, including Brazzers, Reality Kings, Mofos, Digital Playground, Pornhub Premium, Wisties, Babes, Wicked, Fake Hub, and more on pay sites. We also have Men, Sean Cody, Bromo, and the newly launched Reality Dudes Network on gay pay sites, and Nutaku.net, N-U-T-A-K-U.net, to promote the latest craze, adult video games. So you have a choice of flat rates, pay top CPM, PPS, rev share, PPL, and on it goes. Just go to adultforce.com today and check it out. Morning Coffee is sponsored by the Gaelic WWW Conference, taking place June 19 to 22, 2017, in beautiful Ireland. This unique event provides a simply amazing venue and environment for networking, closing business deals, and forging new strategic partnerships. Let the Gaelic WWW Conference be a part of your continued journey towards your path to success. We hope to see you there. All right, everybody, we are back. Thank you very much, everyone, for joining us on this edition of Porn and Coffee. And uh, Thomas, we're taking a little bit of a break from the norm here. We uh, have ourselves a uh, multi-award winning porn actress who is also starring in an upcoming movie called Catch-22. And you know what? This could actually be one of our biggest episodes yet. 
And yes, the person I speak of is the one and only Charmaine Star. So uh, Charmaine, do we have hey. you? Hey, Jay. Hey, Thomas. Thank you so much for, for being part of this uh, episode of Morning Coffee. Oh, it's my pleasure. Yeah. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. So let's, uh, let's jump into this. I want to know, like, let's, let's go back uh, to when it all started for you. And um, how did you end up in the adult industry? And uh, why, why? you started pretty young, right? Well, I thank you for saying that. I look pretty young, but um, <laughs> I, I have a lot of wisdom. Um, I actually started in the industry uh, at a very young age, at like 18, 19. Yeah. Um, it was, nice. I was actually going to, uh, I was, yeah, I was almost 19. So I was kind of old, old enough to make decisions for myself, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, I, my agency at the time had, um, you know, they also, they did bikini modeling and then they also did you know, magazine uh, modeling for Penthouse and Hustler um, and other source of, uh, you know, video. But I never, I, I didn't start uh, video. I started doing print first. Mm. And when I was doing my bikini modeling, they offered me an opportunity to shoot for Penthouse mm. and Hustler. So uh, with that offer, the, you know, they had a big sum of money, you know, to have the cover and the centerfold. And um, when, of course, when you're at that age, I mean, and a lot of money is presented to you. You're like, okay, you know what? Being naked is actually not so bad after all. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and I, you know, I, at that age, uh, I started doing the print and uh, making a lot of money at that young age. And um, I was actually not living in Los Angeles at the time. And during my, uh, my, that, my young career, uh, I was flying back and forth from Northern California to Los Angeles to, to shoot because I had a regular job during that time. It was, uh, I was working for Nordstrom's, you know, a uh, clerical, you know, in between my day offs, I would fly to Los Angeles and, and work. So I transitioned, you know, my nine to five job at that time, at, like when I was 20 years old and took the biggest step of my life and moved to LA. And during that time, I, I had more opportunities to shoot and also, you know, it progressed into shooting adult film. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, of course, in the adult industry, you know, when you shoot magazines, it's not as, it's not the same as video, but you kind of walk into that world. Yeah. Basically. Mm. So I, I did. I walked into that world and it wasn't, you know, it was okay. I mean, it wasn't, uh, you know, I had, I, I was young and I, I, you know, my mind wasn't thinking of, you know, like responsibility. And I was just thinking of money and okay, you know, my independence, I can, you know, I'm on my own now, yeah, you know, yeah. and this is fun for me. So during the, uh, you know, my early twenties, um, I had a lot of fun. I lived, <laughs> I lived a pretty good life in Los Angeles. I mean, yeah, I lived, you were living the dream. Uh, yeah, I guess what everybody says in Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. Living the dream. Well, you know the funny thing is in order to really get ahead in that city, I always tell people you have to either be young or really connected, or really gorgeous, or really lucky. And it kind of yes. sounds like you had a combination of all four of those things going for you. I did. I, I, I'm really grateful. And I, I'm also grateful that I had a, a really good circle of friends that mm. guided me in the industry because there, there are so many um, opportunities and all, also different areas in the industry where, you know, you can be taken advantage of. I was very smart. I was, um, I also had, a, you know, good people around me to guide me in, you know, the right direction of my career. 
I was grateful for that. I mean, I had opportunities to shoot, you know, for Playboy, television, commercials uh, in the adult industry. So I, you know, it was pretty fun. You know, I was only worried about myself. I had a dog. It was just, I lived a single life for a while. I can look back now since it's been like about 15 years yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and say that, um, it was great. I mean, in my early 20s, that's all it was. It was just fun and making money and living in Los Angeles and just learning about myself. Yeah. And then I think it was around um, 26, 27 years old, I had more opportunities to cross over into mainstream. I shot a lot of TV shows for HBO Cinemax. Yeah. You know, the little the oh. Skinamax uh, shows where it's softcore. Yeah. It, you know, it wasn't adult. During that time, you know, I, I started, uh, like, noticing a big change in myself. Uh, I actually quit the business in the first few years of my industry because I, I was in a relationship. Ah, okay. So you and had a little break in between there. I did. Yeah. I did. I took a break for, like, two years. Yeah. I fell in love. Of course, we know when you're young, <laughs> yeah, you fall in love <laughs> once in your life. And I did, and... I actually quit the business because um, he lived in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. You know, he was a financial analyst and he his his life was boring. So he changed his career to opening a, a nightclub. So that sounds like a I, great idea. Yeah, it was, <laughs> sure. it, was, it was fun at the time. For me, you know, quitting the business was okay. Like, okay, you know, this is another fun thing I can do while having a relationship with him. Yeah. So we, I did. We built a nightclub and I was there every day working. I mean, literally building a nightclub to uh, running the nightclub and hiring. I mean, the whole bar industry life, I learned and experienced that. Yeah, unfortunately, during that time, uh, the two years, we worked hard. I mean, I worked 20 hours a day. Yeah. But when you're young and you have all that money and success, there's other women that are just flocking over him. So he ended up cheating on me. So, a long story short, I ended up going back into uh, porn. Yeah, which was never a problem anyway. You know, they welcomed me back. They're like, "Oh, Charmaine's back." (laughs) (laughs) You know, like, "Okay, when when are you ready to shoot again?" Yeah, let's get the wheel started. When I came back, I, I promised myself, "Okay, you know what? Since I." experienced and ran a business you know when I left I want to I want to come back and really make this a real business for myself so you really took responsible for your for your brand and uh, and your career I did yeah. I did because I once I when I quit you know the first time and and worked at the nightclub I I knew what I was capable of doing and you know when I quit the business and the adult industry when I I knew when I came back I have to be smarter yeah. smarter than I was because I was spending all this money and having fun in LA and me when I came back I said okay you know what I, I can't do that anymore so I'm gr- I'm glad I experienced that absolutely too, you know. if we don't look back I mean uh, if your Wikipedia page is correct <laughs> you have done then uh, you have made appearances in over 300 films back in the day yes and also, yes. of course, being in Hustler and Penthouse and everything. What would you say then was the biggest highlight of your career? The biggest highlight of my adult career? Yeah, adult career first. Before um, we... You know, shooting the big production films. Uh, you know, like yeah, I loved. You know, I loved uh, doing the not only acting, but yes, in the big production, you know, everybody's professional and I love reading, you know, scripts and lines, but there's also sex. So, you know, those, those big films and feature films were, were fun for me. Hmm. Um, when I shot like just regular, you know, you know, the, what is it? The, the, the pizza the boy. POV <laughs> stuff. It was, it was like, it's like, yeah, it's like, 
it was boring for me because yeah. there was no, you know, there was, it was just work yeah. right, basically. And yeah, it was sex, but it's just like, okay, whatever, you know, but when I shoot, when you shoot a big picture film, you're there for a few days, you hang out with the cast and crew and the director and you become a family. Yeah. So the highlight of my career, when I look back, it's, that was a pleasure to me. That's one thing that I, that I loved about the industry. Yeah. And then also another thing was the, the AVN awards and the convention. That's another. <laughs> That's another one. And you're now in uh, Hall of Fame, if I'm not mistaken, for 2017? Yeah, they, they inducted me this year uh, into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, 2000. And very I'm, nice. I, that's very nice. I'm so glad about that because it's like, oh, wow, okay, because I, I finally retired. Yeah, there's a lot of people who don't get into it, you know? They yes, try and they yeah. try. Yeah. No end, yeah, and you know? this was very unexpected. And, you know, I that was very, uh, it's just an honor for after all the years that I've worked in the industry and people that I know, it's, it's nice to be recognized and... You know. Yeah, and then well, around uh, 2015, if I'm not mistaken, right? Then mm -hmm. you kind of made the the full transfer over to mainstream, and now you do only mainstream. Are you retired finally? Like you will never go back? I'm not fully retired in the adult. I mean, I'm only retired uh, doing scenes, doing yeah. adult film. You know, I I still shoot uh, stuff for my website. I uh, I still do appearances and conventions. Yeah. So I'm not really I'm not fully retired, but it's only for shooting, um, you know, boy girl and girl girl. Yeah. So you're still taking uh, care of your fan base, and you're still yes. Yeah, I'm still taking... maintaining my fan base. Yeah. Um, and during uh, you know I, I when the, during the crossover I I, I really had to uh, transition. Uh, uh, it wasn't that difficult, but it it was because of you know. I had to really take some priorities first, you know, if I wanted to transition into mainstream, I would have to cut off, you know, some things in the adult where I couldn't, I, I shouldn't, uh, you know, I don't want to shoot boy girl anymore yeah. and girl girl, but I'll feature dance, you know, around yeah. the country, I'll do appearances, I'll do conventions, but that's it. And then, um, and, you know, I had a really amazing opportunity. I think it was in 2007 yeah. where, uh, my agent, uh, this director, they handpicked me. I didn't have to cast for it. It was for uh, Black Dynamite. That was my mm. very first mainstream feature film. Yeah. And I didn't even know how big it was until uh, they, they they called me and invited me to the Sundance Film Festival. Yeah, right. And um, it also went to other film festivals in Europe. And I had the opportunity to go to the American Deauville Festival in France. Mm. It was a fun experience. Yeah. So once I once I took that first step into the Sundance Film Festival and and. Uh, regular film, I, I fell in love. And it's I a different said, okay, world, you know, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but how yeah. did you feel that shift then? Because that was maybe interesting. I mean, some of the directors or some, some of the other actors may know that you are had a past in the adult industry. Like, do you feel that you get the respect as an actor? Do you feel Yeah, I mean, that... that's hard. That's not an easy transition. People yeah. get denied that all the time. You know what? I, I, I know. I, I, I agree. And, um, you know, I was kind of hesitant to you know do you know some mainstream and and have them look at me differently but uh fortunately the director that hired me for Black dynamite he knew me he he was a fan mm. so when i have a you know they they know who i am as a fan or just they they respect me they they were very he was very respectful even on set i had to be naked mm. but i had you know when i was ready to shoot 
you know, they had a robe on me, you know, I, until I was ready. I wasn't afraid to be naked. But when I looked around um, the 30 people around me, you know, the cast and crew, they weren't so, they weren't used to it. So they were like very polite, looking away, like, okay, are you, you know, are you okay? <laughs> and I'm like, it's fine. You guys, you guys can look. It's okay. It's yeah, little yeah. titties. <laughs> uh. It's just like boobies. Okay. So, because yeah. yeah, I'm I've I've never heard of any bad stories from other actresses, but I'm sure there were, you know, there are, you know, like people that can, you know, yeah, kind of speak, you know, because we are the porn, we, you know, they, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm fortunate that I never had that. No, we have we have been talking to other stars, you know, like James Dean and uh, people that like have also done the transition over sometimes, but they feel like okay, it's not the same, right? So. Uh, you, you don't get the yeah. respect that you maybe deserve as an actor and stuff like this. So Yeah, you know, like... Uh, what yes, have you done uh, before? You know, it's like, yeah, you, you talk you to the pizza man levels. or something. Like, it's that... There are, there are different levels, yes. Yeah. I have to... Sometimes I'm, I have to watch it, though. I still have to... You know, I'm always going to be professional. I'm always... You know, because you're always going to get some, some asshole that's going to say, oh, well, you do it anyway. So just... You know what I mean? Yeah, they, right. they, they just take advantage of the situation and you're like... Okay, you know what? I'm out of here. You you know, you just kind of You know, the funny yeah. thing is is that it's perfectly okay to admit that you watch porn. It's perfectly okay to admit uh, that you enjoy porn. But, you know, God forbid you work in it as an actress or as an executive or something like that, and that changes everything for so many people. Um, yeah. I mean, it's like how is one yeah. better or worse than the other? I mean, if if you're if you're going to be against the porn industry or treat people with disrespect out of it, then, you know, for fuck's sake, stop watching it and supporting it in any way shape or form. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, don't be a hypocrite. (laughs) Uh, Bill Margold once said that the uh, hypocrites on the right will accuse you with one hand while masturbating with the other. So (laughs) that's the kind of shit. Mm -hmm. Maybe rest in peace. No, okay, but let's jump over then to the new movie that you are now starring in. Catch-22, it's called, right? Yes, Catch-22. Yeah, tell us about it. What is the film about and what is your role? Well, the film is about five guys. You know, they partied and... And they found uh, there was a dead girl in the bathroom, and I played the the dead girl. Um, oh, yeah. And and it's like a it's like a thriller film where you have to figure out, okay, what happened here? You yeah. know, it was it's almost like um, you know something scary, something thrilling, but also like confusing. So my character, it, this girl has way too many problems oh my god I mean when I read you know when I read about her and director Josh told me um he's like okay well you have to you know she's just she doesn't give a fuck she you have to you know she's she parties she's you know she's she does a lot of drugs I'm like okay so how how am I supposed to do that (laughs) you know like he's like do research don't worry yeah yeah that's what he did he he told me to watch a few films about drugs and it, it led me to this like dark place when I you know I watched a few dark films I kind of didn't like it. I was I wasn't comfortable in the beginning. Yeah. Like, oh my god, how am I going to do this? Like, this is this is. I mean, I'm a very positive, fun, you know, happy person and a very sexual, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. uh, character. You know, I'm very good at you know all that fun stuff. And then I have to first I, in this movie, I have to die. Um, <laughs> I actually, you know, it's funny. I had to die like five times. Jesus. Um, if you watch the film, you know, they just don't know how I died. So. You know, there are different scenes where I have to die. So <laughs> I have to die. Like, 
I have to dive five like a few times and I'm like, oh my God, how this is crazy, you yeah. know? So I have to like really go out of my comfort zone. You should think that when you come to the set and you're going to play the dead girl, I mean, that should be pretty easy, but then... The <laughs> yeah, it, it, it should be. I just, I'm just going to lay there and, you know, <laughs> just keep my eyes open like this. No, but uh, I literally have to like die, you know, like the one's choking me and I'm yeah. like, uh, you know, I have to do all that dying sound effect. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> sure. It yeah, gets pretty so, physical. It it is, and and you know, for me, you know, it's a different kind of physical. It's like it's like a you know the violin feel it physical, and it didn't make me feel comfortable. But um, before we did the film, I was kind of nervous a little bit. You know, I, yeah. I I I spoke to my fiance about the film, and I was like, you know, I don't know, and he's like, don't worry, baby, you, I'm sure it's gonna be fine. I said, well, I, I mean, you know, I have to do heroin and. You know, I have to, you know, like, you know, use a needle and, you know, for me, it's just like, uh, I yeah, hate yeah, needles, you know, I, too. and it's I know it's worst. like a prop, I know it's a prop needle. Yeah, but still, And they showed on. me, they, yeah, they showed me how the needle but looked still, like. I that know. would be exciting fun. I think that that would be awesome. It I was is. an actor for a while yeah. back years ago in the mainstream, nothing big at all, but I always wanted to play a bad guy and I always wanted to use drugs or die on screen and I never got that opportunity. Well, you know what? Well, okay. First for okay, what well, the, the the needle I just never liked. But when I came sure. to set and I saw that needle and he's like, "Okay, this is it's fake. It, you know, it just goes in and then the, you know, the little yeah. the needle part, you know." And I said, "Oh, okay. It is so bad." You know, I mean, just but just the thought of it, you know, like just in that world, it's just like, okay, I have to act like I'm passing out and doing all these things. I, I just didn't feel, I don't know, the only way for me to transition to like, you know, what is in it? Zone, uh, what, what does right? it? Yes, in the zone, yeah. you know, yeah. I have to really just go deep, you know. Yeah. Um. So it was. Right. It wasn't so bad. It no. wasn't so bad. Like they, they. Uh, the director and everybody, the cast and crew, they were fun to work with. They made me feel very comfortable because, you know, mo mo the whole time I was pretty much naked, you know, in the film. And I and I looked dead. There were just fu some funny moments when I would have to go to the bathroom and I would freak myself out because, uh, you mm. know, I forget that I have makeup on my face and I would look in the mirror. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I look like I look, I look scary. I really, really freaked myself out like yeah. every time. Well, this sounds like a movie that's a little bit more like uh, Very Bad Things and definitely not a remake of the original Catch-22 for some of our older listeners out there that are going, wait a minute, that doesn't sound familiar. Yeah. Yeah, it does sound like Very Bad Things. Yeah. Doesn't it? So Catch-22, it came out what? In January of 2017, what, two months ago, right? Yes, it came out in January 17. It's on iTunes. You can get it oh, okay, on good. iTunes and on Amazon um, and all the video on demand out there. Yeah. So. And if anybody remembers the Hurricane Sandy, I mean, this is a story around this particular yes. happening here. Yeah, uh, it was it was during Hurricane Sandy in Brooklyn. Yeah. It was it's a really good film. It's a it's a very interesting the characters, the the guys in the film are great actors. They're funny, but also they're they're really good. They took themselves into that, you know, their characters as well. So Okay. Let's see here if we can then uh, move a little bit back to um, not the past, but if there is like anybody else that wants um, to do the transition or the shift, you know, from being an adult star or even a cam girl, uh, cam boy. Do you have any tips to like, what to do after maybe the career, they feel the career is over or maybe they should do the shift into mainstream? If they would like to go into the mainstream world, you know, just don't give up. Find a good agency, do your research, finding a good agent to represent you and and go to all the castings 
Yeah. You know, like cast, cast and, and, and also take some uh, acting classes. Mm. You know, it's good to to train your tra- train yourself in a different set of adult. You know, it's really hard because, you know, when you're doing so much adult, you know, you forget, you know, you have to act too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm myself is still pursuing my my mainstream career, yeah. he, even here in Europe. So I, I want to find a good agent here uh, to represent mm. and, and, and start working and doing maybe French films yeah. or, you know, films in the UK, you know. So I, I, I would advise to not give up because there, there, there are going to be challenges where you're not going to be, you know, they're not going to pick you. You, you might not look like right person for that their film, but just you always have to just accept the rejection, and then you know you never know. Yeah, where's uh, where's the future heading for you? I mean, I, I see that you maybe have another film on the on the roll here. There's another film that I shot called the face of evil yeah i played i played a zombie and the this film is still in the festivals the next film festival it will be appearing it's in april uh in the new york international film festival okay so it's appearing next month you know basically i i'm settled here in europe so i'm i want to pursue my acting career here yeah uh, and but I still go back and forth to the states. You know, I'm still doing my conventions. I'm still doing my appearances uh, back in the states as well. So are you getting other roles than uh, horror movies and thrillers? <laughs> I know. You know what? You know what? That is. You I go with what they, you get, really. Yeah. Exactly. Of course, yeah. Of course. I hope. Yeah. I hope that I'm not in that category because <laughs> I mean. Uh, <laughs> You know, sexy girl, zombie, dead girl. You know, yes. that's, my, that's my whole, like... <laughs> you know what? So. There's some very well-established actors out there who work on a regular basis. They're famous enough to make great money, but not so famous that their anonymity is totally screwed. And they're the guy who dies in every movie <laughs> or gets their ass kicked in a movie or something like that. I would have killed true, for right? something like that. Yeah. You know? Right? No. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. No, it's fine. I'm glad that I have it now. I mean... Now I can play, you know, I can play a dead girl, but I don't want to die too much, you know? No, I think you will be a a good spy. I think you will be a very good spy. (laughs) Some kind of a secret something. (laughs) (laughs) Adult Force is the worldwide leader in adult premium products. Adult Force is your destination to do big business with all of these brands, including Brazzers, Reality Kings, Mofos, Digital Playground, Pornhub Premium, Wisties, Babes, Wicked, Fake Hub, and more on pay sites. We also have Men, Sean Cody, Bromo, and the newly launched Reality Dudes Network on gay pay sites, and Nutaku.net, N-U-T-A-K-U.net, to promote the latest craze, adult video games. So you have a choice of flat rates, pay top CPM, PPS, RevShare, PPL, and on it goes. Just go to adultforce.com today and check it out. Morning Coffee is sponsored by the Gaelic WWW Conference, taking place June 19 to 22, 2017, in beautiful Ireland. This unique event provides a simply amazing venue and environment for networking, closing business deals, and forging new strategic partnerships. Let the Gaelic WWW Conference be a part of your continued journey towards your path to success. We hope to see you there. So, uh, Charmaine, in your uh, rise to the top, was there anybody who got in your way or was especially a prick to try to keep you down? <laughs> <laughs> you mean that was a, yeah, that was a douche? Um, 
literally a douchebag. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, you know, I remember there was this one time where um, I had to shoot for Penthouse. You know, I was I was really transitioning into my my crossover crossing over to mainstream, and I wasn't shooting boy girl as much. And when I was shooting boy girl, I wanted to keep it safe. And I told the directors, you know, I want to, I wanted to do use condoms. Mm. Uh, you know, before I didn't, but I, I made a choice to use condoms, and I have every right to make that choice. Yeah. You know, it's. It's uh, and they respected that. And unfortunately, I was working with James Dean, and he did not like it. He didn't appreciate. He didn't appreciate that I wanted to work with him with a condom. Yeah. And ah. so when we did the scene, you know, I said, "Look, I'm sorry. You know, this is what I have to do." So he really, you know, it was a, the most uncomfortable scene I ever did with him because wow. <laughs> he didn't want. Oh, to so you've done other scenes scene. with him? No, no, no. This is the only time I've ever worked with him. Okay. And oh, okay. after that, I, you know, of course, he probably thought I was a bitch or something, but <laughs> because I, you know, I used a condom with him, but um, yeah, it was not a, it wasn't a fun scene. <laughs> so yeah, he he probably yeah he doesn't like me at all. I I don't think because of that or or maybe i don't know the chemistry wasn't there because he wasn't so supportive of my condom you know yeah uh, you know request that was a time where i was like okay dude you're mean yeah <laughs> but yeah but it, it is what it is you know yeah. you, you you get that you know what i mean because He's a performer, and it's hard for a performer at his level, you know. It's not because I don't trust him. It's because I trust my. I, I want to trust, you know, I want to just be careful yeah. for myself. Yeah, absolutely. But he probably looked at it in a different way, like, why, you know, yeah. la, 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 la. Everybody I'm else. You know, so I'm like, no, you I never care know. if you're James Dean, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody has reasons. I mean, honestly, when my dates don't want to use condoms, I mean, when my dates insist on using condoms, I just leave them in the alley and get back in my car, you know? <laughs> You're the same? Come so, on. That's how I feel he, about that. He's like a James Dean. You're so James Dean. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I always so, use a condom. Anyway, I always... anyway, just the past, you know, it's over, yeah, you know. Yeah. He's, he's okay, fine. Okay. He's successful, you know. It is, so. it is. <laughs> no, I always use a condom, even when I'm playing with myself, so, yeah. so I'm good. Yeah, I mean, hey. Well, I don't hands. know who to touch with these hands, so I don't trust myself. Stand if you shaken late. Is it anything? Is it anything that, uh, for example, in the adult industry, that um, that you would have done but you didn't get the chance to do? You know, it's funny you say that. Um, the the one thing that I I don't think I would ever done, but I I thought about it. It was on it, you know crossed my mind is to do a scene with more than two guys like yeah. you know but I never I had never had the ter- opportunity to you know I, I'm, I'm not saying gangbang but you know what I mean yeah, like yeah. I didn't have I didn't have that yeah. you know I, I wasn't comfortable but it did cross my mind once yeah. when I was offered and I said mm, no you know yeah. I mean I, I couldn't I don't know I think it's because I'm so petite that I, I, I wouldn't it, it just for me wouldn't you know if I was a little bit taller or more lengthier then yeah, I can handle three guys, you know, yeah. but I'm so petite, <laughs> you know. The, the multi, multitask st- uh, scenes. Yeah, multitasking tea. Yeah, there exactly. There you go. <laughs> we learned this with... But it did cross my mind, though. It did cross my mind. Like, hmm. Yeah, could be, could be. <laughs> No, we learned this with, uh, was it Angela White? We learned this. That's uh, right. The we word, learned the every word. kind of terminology you could ever imagine. Yeah, what, what was it? So she put, oh, all, okay. she put all of that into one movie, uh, her, one of her latest movie. And I think the term uh-huh. for exactly that you are describing now is airtight. 
Yeah, Airtight. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Then everything is filled with something and then Almost you <laughs> you are airtight. <laughs> we needed to look up everything. She was like, I did That's my really first airtight. Wow. I'm like, what is that? I mean, I've been in the industry yeah. for a while. I need to look that thing up. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, you know, it's funny. I've never heard of that either. My no. Makes sense. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, uh, we're gonna end it wow. here. But um, where where can we find you? Where, if any of our listeners want to look you up, where can we find you? Like on social media and your website. What is it? Oh yes, you can you can find me um, on Twitter, Instagram. It's the same. It's at Charmaine Star. C H A R M A N E S T A R. Yeah. Um, I have a my face my Facebook fan page, Charmaine Star. Yeah. Um, or my website. Uh, CharmaineStar.com, and um, if you want to read, you know, just a little bit of my life, I, I have a little blog, blog uh, dot Oh, nice, so, nice. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, thank you so much for taking part of this episode of Pouring Coffee. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You guys are fun, and I appreciate it. Thank you. Awesome. You thank you. And uh, of All course, right. for our listeners, we're going to be back next week with a brand new episode of Pouring Coffee. Until then, remember to work hard. Be nice to people and try not to get lost or killed. <laughs> Ciao. Ciao. Thank you for listening to Porn and Coffee. Be sure to check out what's brewing with us every week. Plugrush.com, a self-serve traffic network where you can buy, sell, and trade traffic. Plugrush.com, moving traffic forward.